This is indeed the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM, WMFO in Medford, Tusk Free Farm Radio. Glad to be here with you wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thank you to, for making this show part of your afternoon. And as we sit here during these unprecedented times, I got to be honest and tell you, I have some pretty uh, mixed emotions right now. And two months ago, if you remember the last show that I did on March 13, 2020, I talked about how that there was no certainty as to when I will be back on the air. And even back then, I had no way of knowing and telling that we would be in the position that we are in now, being back on the airwaves, albeit via remote broadcasting, and as well as, um, and as well as, for example, you know, like doing these shows pre-recorded and so forth. Nonetheless, I'm very happy and excited to be back on the airwaves. But apart from that, right now, I want to first and foremost start off by sending my heartfelt thank yous to the nurses, the doctors the police officers, everybody on the front lines that are working to keep us all safe, including the firefighters, even during these unprecedented times, they still, they also have a job to do. And even as I sit here, as I begin to try to settle my nerves and begin to put together well thought out synthesis and so forth, I have to admit that um, even right now, I admit that it does feel like I don't know what on earth am I doing. It really does feel that way. And I'll be the first to tell you, I have never done a radio show remote broadcasted before. And for me, this is a pretty seminal moment in my career. Much more on that a little later on. But I want to start off by talking about some of my thoughts on these two months that have passed since the last show that was aired live on March 13, 2020. And it's amazing how two months ago it feels as if that it was a whole (laughs) eternity ago. It does, in a way. But here we are. I can't help but to admit that, looking back on that last show, on the last night of the Shukri Wright show in the WMFO Broadcasting Studios, I can't help but to think about how much has changed since then. We all know about how the pandemic has essentially taking over our lives. We all know how on so many different levels, we all have been impacted by this pandemic. Myself included. It hasn't been an easy couple of months on a personal front. And I want to say that first and foremost, all praises belongs to the almighty creator, to God himself. But I got to tell you that I've had a couple of family members 
who have tested positive for the coronavirus. And as of right now, they are on the mend. But to go back to that moment when I was first told, I couldn't help but to feel scared, honestly. I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't feel otherwise. And I I will tell you this. As challenging as it was then, and even as the challenges that we still go through to this day, both on a personal front and on a national front as well, I have a lot to be grateful for. You want to talk about having perspective. This is it. The perspective that I have is is that there are so many things in life that we didn't take seriously or we didn't cherish enough. And it's okay to have that honest admission to yourself right now. The little things. Going out for a walk with your kids or your loved one, your wife or your husband, your girlfriend or your boyfriend. To be able to go out on a Friday night. To be able to enjoy a date out. To be able to congregate into one space at one time, enjoying a concert, a movie, or even, dare I say, a sporting event. Life in so many fronts has changed, forever changed. I personally can never look at the world the same way in a sense of what it used to be. I can only look at how the world is currently and how it will be moving forward. There's no way to sit here and begin to put into words as I will do so throughout this entire show as to how do I even begin to make sense of this? How does anyone begin to make sense of this? This show has always, and for those that have been following this show since July 6th of last year, and it's amazing in about a month and a half almost that we will be coming up on a one-year anniversary of the Sugar Red Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. It's amazing how we are now two months into this pandemic. And for so many of us, life as we know it has forever changed. It will never be the same. And for all of the men and women who work on the front lines, doctors, nurses, you guys are the real heroes. Even the police officers and the firefighters who have to continue to work through this. My hat's off to you. That is not an easy feat at all. Considering the risk and dangers of so many people who have been infected by the coronavirus. And those who go out every single day knowing that there's a chance that they themselves can be infected with the coronavirus. Even as I begin to get my thoughts together, 
And now that, in a way, that I'm beginning to come back into the flow of doing a radio show, albeit under very different circumstances, I'll be the first to tell you that even as I sit here right now, at home, doing this show, I don't feel normal at all. I don't feel remotely okay. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many people out there who have been deeply affected by all of this. And for all that we have come to know with the new realities that we face every single day, I do admit there have been times that I have worried about the unknown. It doesn't make me any less of a man. It makes me more self-aware of how I feel emotionally. One would say that because there is no sports going on right now, there isn't much to talk about. That couldn't be more farther from the truth. This pandemic started Who knows? But sports as we knew it began to shut down on March 11th. And here we are in mid-May, two months into the pandemic, with sports still being shut down. We don't know when the next time, the next dribble of the ball or the shot of the puck or the crack of the bat or the pop of the baseball mitten will take place here in the United States. Although we are able to watch Korean baseball on ESPN if you're able to stay up that late, but it isn't the same. And this is no disparagement towards the Korean baseball organization by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. But what I am saying is this. And during these unprecedented times, all we can do is this. Begin to reflect deep within ourselves. Begin to to reflect on how far we've come and how we still have a long ways to go. Understand this. We all have our struggles. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We all do, and that's okay. But I think it's important that we all have a moment of self-reflection and self-preservation in terms of how we invest our energy and what we invest our energy in. And even though Things are not seemingly normal as we know it. I can tell you this, and I do promise you this. In the end, we are going to be okay. Everything will be okay. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. It's easy to fall into a sense of hopelessness. But the single most powerful lesson that life has taught me in the last two months has been 
everything is temporary in life. Every single thing is temporary in this world. The pain that we're, that we're going through right now, not being able to see my family. Heck, I can't even, I have not been able to, to see my family except via FaceTime. To my mother in Philadelphia, to my dad in New York, to my little sister in New Jersey, to my siblings in New Jersey, Scotland, elsewhere, across. I haven't been able to see them. And it does hurt. And at the end of the day, I am a human being just like you. Not just someone who's sitting behind the mic. I have emotions. And I have, and I can't help but to even think about and think the ones who have been by my side throughout all of this. And your strength and your resolve and your positivity has been nothing less than absolutely amazing. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. As we continue through this show, I will say this. I don't think a lot of the time today will be spent talking about sports. We'll talk some sports at some point, but a lot of it will be reflection. A lot of it will be talking about what life has been like the last two months, my own personal experiences and so forth. And I'll talk about it in great detail. And I can't help but to think that two months ago, we were all carrying on with our lives as usual. And in more ways than one, life has been anything but usual. Cop it up next on the Shukran Wright Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. I want to talk about some of the things that I have experienced on a personal level during these last couple of months with you. Again, I can't take phone calls during the show, but if you do call into the show or the station, it will go to voicemail and so forth. But if at any point you want to leave a voice message expressing your thoughts about what I'm saying and about how you may be feeling, don't hold back. You can call in 855-915-WMFO, 855-915-9636. Thank you to the powers that be at WMFO for allowing me to return to the airwaves albeit under very different circumstances. But like all challenges, all we can do is rise above and conquer. And in the end, strengthen our resolve and so forth. You're listening to 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. This is the Shukri Wright Show. Very happy to be back here with you. And you're listening to 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. 
Tufts Freeform Radio. Welcome back to the Shukri Wright Show here on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, Tufts Freeform Radio. Before we continue with the show, we have a PSA, which is brought to you by 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call. Send a text. Set up a video conference. Post on social media. Dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going to the office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's do let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. We're going to continue talking about life in the last couple of months because <laughs> I let's be honest, these last two months have been anything but normal. And I will tell you this much. One thing that has really stood out to me is, especially here in Boston, is the fact how serious people have taken this. And in the early days, I got to tell you, of this pandemic, I didn't know what to really what to really do or what to really expect. Because the last time I had any sort of semblance of normalcy was, I would say, about a week after the pandemic first um, first came and impacted sports. In which that I was able to go to work at the garden. Unfortunately, that turned out to be the last time that I was at the garden under any sort of circumstance. So. After that, there is just so much uncertainty as to what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my time? Oh, my gosh. How do I handle this new reality of staying home? (laughs) Man, listen, if I knew back then what I know now in terms of being able to go out for walks, not having to completely go berserk. By staying in eight straight days. Yes, I stayed in the house eight straight days. Look, I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. At one point, I got a true story to tell you. So I was talking to my sister who who lives over in Scotland. And I was, I was telling her that I stayed in the house for eight straight days. And she was like, you need to get out of the house. Get out and do something. Go for a walk or something. You realize you can't go for a walk, right? Listen, mentally, I was ready to completely snap. It was bad. It was just all the way really bad. So after eight straight days of being in the do- in the house, I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go out for a walk. And that's exactly what I did. And I tell you what, one of the things that I've really, especially during those early days, I really took to great appreciation and enjoyment was those walks that I used to go on. So I live here in Brighton. And what I would do is that I would walk from my house all the way over to Cleveland Circle. And I would go to Pino's and pick up a slice or two, depending on my mood, you know, all that fun stuff. So one thing that I really don't 
miss a whole lot is that early fear of, oh my God, there's people. How am I supposed to, how, how am I supposed to navigate? I'm, I'm worried. Oh my God. Like that kind of thing is just like, no, just no, just no. So after a while of battling the early trepidations and so forth, I, I just got used to, you know, people who needed to get out of the house, go for a jog, go for a run, sitting on the hill and so forth. And I would walk through Brookline and I would walk on you know, Summit Avenue. Yeah, that big hill on Summit Avenue. And I'll, I'll never forget seeing people sitting on the hill, just taking in a nice spring day, just sitting there with whoever it may be, whether if it's their friend, whether if there is um, their significant other, you know, let the dog run around for a bit and so forth and so forth. All of that stuff was, it was just great to, to see. But I tell you, that walk up that hill, it kicked my rear end. It surely did, without question. I got to tell you, that feeling of walking up that hill definitely did more to burn calories. And I'm telling you, I can't wait to finally get back to doing that again. I've had to put that on the back burner because of the holy month of Ramadan. I am a Muslim and I am currently observing the fast and we are in the last 10 days and due to the fast i have made a point not to go on such a walk walking up such hills because you know fasting for what 15 16 hours at a time can be challenging especially when you're fasting from food and water and if you're married sexual intercourse and so forth from from sunrise to sunset for 29 or, or 30 days, depending on the sighting of the moon. So not having food or drink for that length, lengthy period of time, it was just basically like, yeah, walking up those hills, not a good idea. So what I can do is, you know, walk on flat ground, long distances and so forth. Oh, yeah. Trust me. That was something that I absolutely needed in the worst way. So. Well, all of that being said, I will tell you this. One thing that really had stood out to me as I was going out on these walks was the people who at first just weren't weren't wearing masks and so forth. And I couldn't believe the people that I did see who that that just weren't wearing masks and so forth. And I was just like, uh, is this really a good idea? Is this really something that's going to be a detriment to my well-being and as well as the well-being of others. I mean, there is just a lot of adjusting to do in terms of a psychological aspect and as well as on a social level as well. You know, let's face it. We are people that we are not used to having to practice social distancing. Before this coronavirus pandemic, was social distancing ever really a thing? No, not once. I mean, heck, We've gone through some trying times in this country as a whole, even whether if you're in New York or Boston or elsewhere and so forth, we've experienced difficult times and never, never anything remotely close to this where standing six feet apart is becoming the new normal. I mean, how many times have you gone out shopping in the last two months and you've had to practice 
standing six feet, six feet apart. Nod in silent agreement if you agree with me. You can hit me up on Twitter. Give me your thoughts. At Shukri Writes. I'll spell it out for you. At S-H-U-K-R-I. W-R-I-G-H-T-S. Follow me on Twitter. You can find me there and so forth. I mean, there were a lot of things that I was just saying to myself, oh my God, I can't believe this. One of the things that I'll never forget was riding on the T. Now, riding on the T was an absolute shocker to me. Culture shocker, I should specify, because the one thing that stood out was that whenever you get on the on the on the green line in particular, there would be a rope followed by like a little flag with a sign saying, do not cross this point to protect the motorman or the conductor and so forth. And I can't help but when I first saw that, think, wow, oh my God, this is real. That was one of the first early, oh my God, this isn't a joke. This isn't something of a fantasy. This isn't a hoax. This is real. And I couldn't help but to think to myself, hmm, okay, we got to wear a mask. We got to keep a certain distance from others. We have to go on about our lives in a very different manner in which that we're not used to. Listen, I mean, even doing this radio show via remote broadcast is a blessing, but I got to tell you, it's different. And this from my first radio show back in two months, I got to tell you, it's challenging. It's different. I'm not sitting in a in a radio studio format. And this is no complaint whatsoever. But what I'm explaining is how different it is. It's so different on so many levels where everything that I may have been accustomed to before or since. It's just not the same. It's not the same at all. You know, and one of the things that when I reflect on that part in itself is there have been so many people who have hit me up saying i miss seeing my friends i miss i miss you and i miss my friends i miss my family and so forth but the people who take it upon themselves to feel sorry for themselves it was it's just one of those things that was just like no absolutely not i i can't do it and i know a lot of you who are listening right now are probably thinking well, isn't this supposed to be a sports talk show? Yes, it is. But I said it earlier in the broadcast that a lot of it will be a reflection. We'll talk some sports later in the program, but this will not be a predominant sports talk show today. Not after everything that I've gone through and I've had to endure under over the last couple of months. And this isn't no pity party at all. But I am going to use my platform to talk about what I'm feeling as a human being first and foremost. Not just some guy who happens to be behind the mic. I just want to make that very clear. So with all of that being said, there are some new developments that have taken place in my life since I was last on the airwaves on March 13th. I want to share with you what that is. 
and some really important developments in pertaining to the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. And it's something that for those who have been following the show and those who have been following me on Instagram or on social media may be aware of by now, but for those, for the radio audience who, who may not be f- fully aware of what's been going on, I will talk about that in great length coming up on the other side. So coming up next, what's been new? What's going on? <laughs> oh, there's quite a there's quite a few. Quite a few things that are new and so forth. I'll talk about that coming up just shortly on the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM WMFO. This is Shukri Wright's yours truly. I'm back. Better than ever. You're listening to 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, Tufts Freeform Radio. Welcome back to the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. Before we get to house house cleaning um, items and so forth, just want to go over a, a couple of items um, that have been new and whatnot over the last uh, couple of months. One of them is in which that I've mentioned on the radio show that I have a new podcast that launched about a couple of months ago and whatnot, but I'll tell you more about it in just a moment, but I want to read you this one more PSA um, brought to you by 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, especially during these unprecedented times. I'm taking upon myself to do a little extra in this regard. So this PSA is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's important to stay home to lower the risk of the coronavirus for others. Let's be alone together. Learn more at coronavirus.gov. Brought to you by the Ad Council. So in the last couple of months, since I was last on the airwaves on March 13th, as many of you may remember, I have a podcast that's called the Shukri Rights Podcast. But what you may not know is this. And for those who don't follow me on social media, you can follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter at Shukri Rights at S-H-U-K-R-I-W-R-I-G-H-T-S. You can follow me on Instagram at S Rights Radio underscore at S W R I G H T S R A D I O underscore. You can follow the radio show on Instagram as well. It has its own Instagram page at S W R I G H T S 915. S Rights 915. So. For those who don't follow me on social media or haven't followed me on social media just yet, one thing I will announce now is this. The Sugar Rights Podcast is now on iHeartRadio. Yes. The Sugar Rights Podcast, there have been quite a few episodes and archives of the radio show on the Sugar Rights Podcast, it is now available on iHeartRadio, and you can also find it now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as Google Podcasts as well. I've had the privilege of having quite a few guests on the podcast already. I've had some pretty notable names in the world of sports media, 
as well as a Hall of Famer. In fact, the last episode that I did, I had Hockey Hall of Famer Grant Fuhrer on the Sugar Rights Podcast, which you can find on iHeartRadio, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. I also had broadcasters such as Bob Sosi, the, vo- the radio voice of the New England Patriots for 98.5 The Sports Hub, and as well as Brian Anderson, the television voice of the Milwaukee Brewers on Fox Sports Wisconsin, as well as the television play-by-play voice of March Madness on the Turner Family of Networks, as well as the NBA on TNT as well. That's just some of the guests I've had on the podcast. And I also want to take the time to make an important announcement as well. In regarding the Sugar Ray Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. I also want to point out this as well, quick before I forget. You can still stream the show on the TuneIn Radio app nationwide, wherever you may be in the United States, and even globally. I'm not sure if you can stream it live globally, but I know for a fact you could actually still listen to 91.5 FM WMFO on the TuneIn Radio app, but I also want to announce that beginning with this broadcast of the Sugar Ride Show, you will be able to find this radio show as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Beginning with this broadcast of the Shukri Wright Show, you will be able to listen to all archives of the Shukri Wright Show on iHeartRadio as a podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google as well. So I wanted to make that announcement as well, and I'm going to remind everybody um, towards the end of the, the the radio show as well, and as mentioned, because of this show is done via remote broadcasting and it's re- it is pre-recorded, you can still call in, but it will go to voicemail, and I will only be able to respond to your calls and your thoughts um, via voicemail once it's been forwarded to me and so forth. If they're doing that at all. If I'm wrong, then I do sincerely apologize, but you can't hit me up on social media to let me know your thoughts and so forth. You know, in, in the world of radio broadcasting, especially myself being a radio personality, life has been different. You know, the new norm is people are doing radio shows from home. And I want to send out a very special thank you to the select community members. I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are, nor does it matter in this particular moment, but I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to be able to help create an opportunity in which we are able to do our shows remotely. Although we don't know when We'll be back in the radio in the radio studio. No one knows at this point. But the fact of the matter is that we're able to record remotely and, and so forth is a blessing. So thank you 
Also, thank you to the program director, the general manager, the engineers at the station for allowing this show and all other shows who chose to do the radio show via remote broadcasting to be on the airwaves here in Boston on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford. So very special kudos and shout out to the higher power and the and, and, and the head honchos, I should say, at the radio station. So thank you. Thank you so much. Now, I did say that I was going to talk some sports, and I'm going to interject some sports talking to this as well. So with all of that being said, what's been going on in the world of sports? Well, there's no Stanley Cup playoffs. Boo-hoo. Yeah, it's killing me. Listen, it's been killing me for months now. We don't know if the NHL will continue or if it does, when it will be back. We just don't know. We don't know if sports will be back at this point. But I do know this. The absence of sports has created a whole new opportunity. And I'm going to tell you what that new opportunity is. And it's only fair that I mention it because... It helps to be able to have a whole new way to look at things, a whole new way to have perspective, if you will. And it helps. It absolutely helps. And I think it's so important, especially in today's in today's world and climate that we're in, that we not get warped up into this whole, whoa, it's me. I mean, things are not so good right now and so forth. But it helps to have a positive outlook on things. And when you don't have sports, you don't have really much of anything going on because, frankly, here in Massachusetts, we still have the stay-at-home order, which is, as of right now, scheduled to be lifted on Monday, Monday, May 18th. We have the ability to reconnect, reconnect with old friends, family acquaintances you haven't spoken to in a while and so forth for every storm there's a silver lining and this storm is no different it's no different at all and i will tell you this much i am a firm believer that we are all going to be okay we're all going to get through this together and i'm here to help be a source of distraction To be a calm, soothing voice. To be an influence, if you will. I already was told once by someone that I know that you are an influencer. You are a radio host and personality and broadcaster. That's what you do. You influence. You talk about. And I'm here to be a positive influence. To give hope to people. To give hope that ultimately... We're going to be okay. We are all going to get through this and so forth. Coming up next, I'm going to talk about some of the items in the world of sports that I absolutely miss. You're not going to want to miss that. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM, WMFO in Medford. This is Shukri Wright's back and better than ever. 
You're listening to 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, Tufts Freeform Radio. Hello, everybody. This is the Shukri Wright Show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford, Tufts Freeform Radio. Glad you're able to join the radio show on this Saturday afternoon, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thank you for making this show part of your afternoon. And look, we all are missing sports one way or another. But the vast majority of us who are sports fans, we all miss sports on so many fronts. And I actually want to spend this next segment of the show talking about what are some things that I miss exactly. Because, you know, I want to give a, a special shout out to um, to, to Bruins L- Luchador, who is a Bruins super fan at the Garden, who tagged me on a, on a tweet the other day talking about some of the things that he missed especially um, being at the garden, running running into me in between periods and so forth. And I miss it. I miss it. And I think it's only befitting that I want to dedicate this particular segment to you, the sports fan who tunes into this show and so forth. One thing I miss in particular is the smell of beer. I know this sounds crazy to some of you, to a select few of you, but I'm like, wait, you miss the smell of beer? No, no, no. Think about this for a moment. If you ever ever been to a sporting event live at Fenway Park, the Garden, anywhere in the country, doesn't matter. You know that there's always that distinctive smell of beer in the air. I miss it. I really do. Like, there's just something about it that's that's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're back watching sports. And there's always the loud roar of the crowd and and so forth. But, you know, waiting in line at the concession stand. Because you know something? I want you to think about this for a moment. How many times over the years have you begin to bemoan and complain about how long you stand in the line waiting to get your beverage or your food item or whatever the case may be? How many of you? Be honest. That's what I thought. And now that's gone. We don't know when and if we'll even get that back. It'll be back, but we just don't know when, how, and how long it will take before all of that returns. So I miss that. Standing in line, waiting to pick what you want to get and so forth. I miss all of that. I miss personally, what I personally miss I miss being at a Bruins home game at the Garden. I miss the cold air, seeing the ice. I miss sitting there in the seats, wherever I'd be in the arena, just being able to just enjoy being at a hockey game for two and a half hours, not thinking about anything else in the world. I really do. Like, I miss all of that. I miss so many things on so many fronts right now that it's not even funny in terms of sports, especially being at a sporting event. What do I miss most? That's a tough one. That's really a tough one. But you know what? I'm going to make it easier on myself. What I miss most, actually, is the deafening roar of the crowd. Whether if it's a regular season game, 
but just being at a at a sporting event, at a at a sports game. Whether I mean, especially being here in Boston, being in the best sports city in America, hands down. I miss being at Fenway. You know, just taking in a baseball game. I miss seeing the Green Monster. You know, sitting in in those old wooden seats and so forth. I miss being at Foxborough, down at Gillette Stadium. I miss being able to go to a Patriots game. You know, just hopping on the commuter rail, going down to Gillette from Boston, from South Station, or even Back Bay. But for me, I usually catch the commuter rail from South Station in Boston and head down to Gillette and so forth. I miss just walking around the stadium, just taking it in the sights and so forth. I miss all of those things. I really miss just the freedom of being able to enjoy the little things that we all took for granted. Don't lie. We all did. We all did. Because we never once thought that we would end up losing it all. But you know what else I do miss, though? Good old trash talking between the fans of the team, of the home team, and the rival. The good old trash talk. And I'm not talking trashy behavior either way. By the way, I'm not talking about the brawls or the the stupid fights between fans. No, I'm not talking about that. What I'm actually talking about is being able to talk trash and be cordial about it and not turn into a bunch of fools who choose to be dinks about things. That's what I actually miss. What What I also miss as well is this. I miss being able to go from my seat and you have to wait on those long lines to go to the bathroom. Let's be honest. How many times, especially for those who have gone to events at the Garden, and I'm talking about the Garden in particular. How many times, whether you've been at a Celtics game or a Bruins game or even a concert, you had to leave your seat and wait in those long lines. Just moving, oh, so slowly. Oh, my God. Oh, for me, too many times to count. But the fact of the matter is this. Is that in some strange way, I miss that. I do. I I really, really do. Like, one thing I do miss is standing on the concourse in between periods. Talking about what had gone on in that previous period to vent or to cheer, to feel excited and so forth. All of those things. I miss all of that. But I do know this, though. When all of this returns, sports with fans, I'm not just talking only in terms of sports returning, period, without fans, but sports with fans. I could rest assure you all this, especially here in Boston and across everywhere else. But I'm talking about specifically in Boston, it's going to be one massive party. And I can't wait. I can't wait to be a part of it. And I will tell you this, though. One of the great things about being a Bostonian 
is is just the passion of the fans here in Boston. It's been nothing short of absolutely incredible to watch. Going to sporting events and interacting with fans and so forth. And talking with fans about what's going on with the teams. You know, whether it's the Red Sox, the Patriots, Bruins, or the Celtics. All of those things. And one of the beautiful things about what I get to do, especially this being my career, my my dream career field of radio broadcasting, is being able to have that platform to talk about these things. And with the absence of games and all that we are left to talk about is, as I like to call it, crumbs in a pan. In a pan, that's it. That's all. That's all there is. And it's amazing how, even through that, you've got to find a way to be entertaining. Got to find a way to, to be informed. Just have opinions about things. To get excited, you know, to get fired up, you know, like to, to find little things to nitpick about and to, to complain, you know. Oh, my God, I don't like how this player did this or how that player did that. All that fun stuff. It's okay to admit that. I admit it. I miss that. You know, you wake up every day in the morning to be able to say, hey, you know what? There's a game tonight. Oh, the Red Sox got a game tonight. Oh, what time is it? Oh, is that this time on Nesson? Oh, cool. Oh, it's, it's, on, it's a national televised game on ESPN? Cool. Oh, it's on Fox? Cool. Bruins? Oh, there's a game tonight. Oh, it's Stanley Cup playoffs? Oh, great. It's on NBCSN? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is it NBC? Okay, cool. NBA playoffs. I miss it. Oh, there's a Celtics game tonight? Yeah. Oh, what channel? Oh, I think it's on uh, TNT. Oh, okay, cool. Well, what about, what about NBC Sports Boston? See, the Celtics play, they got further past the first round, so NBC Sports Boston doesn't have TV rights after the first round, so it's national televised. Oh, okay, cool. You know, all of those things I miss. I miss all of those things, and... It kills me. It kills me that here we are. We're at a point now in which we're beginning to run out of things to talk about. And and that's where I feel like it's going to be such an absolute pleasure and a challenge to find things to talk about. And I'm a firm believer that in the end, it's going to be worth the wait. You know? I want you to think about this for a moment. And now, I know this may end up sound like I'm comparing apples to oranges here, but I want you to think about this for a moment. For those of you who, who are listening and that'll be old enough to remember 9-11 and so forth, remember how baseball took a pause for six days. Remember how the NFL missed, or should I say, canceled games the first weekend after 9-11? Remember how all of those things took place? And when sports was able to finally, when sports was finally able to return, how we all felt. Remember that feeling? And that was after, what, a week 
a, a week or whatever. Yeah. Now, multiply that by 200. And I can guarantee that every single sports fan looks forward to the day that sports returns, but also more importantly, that it's safe for all of us, the fans, will be able to go to Fenway Park, to go to the TD Garden for a Bruins and Celtics game, to go to Gillette for a concert, for a Patriots game, and so forth. All of those things are going to be some of the things that I am most certainly excited about once we are all able to, as a society, be able to attend sporting events and so forth. But for now, the day will come and all we can do is fantasize what it will be like. But what we can do also is that if you believe in the power of prayer, pray that we are all able to be healthy and alive to see it all unfold. Because once it does, it's going to be an absolutely beautiful thing to watch. I could promise you that. And that first raw of the crowd, when the doors open up for fans to return, there's going to be an energy in the building or in the ballpark that is going to be unlike anything else that we've ever seen. I'm willing to bet on that. It's been an absolute privilege and joy to be back doing this show that I love so much. And I want to spend the final few moments of the show expressing my gratitude and sending my heartfelt thoughts and prayers and condolences to all of those who have succumbed to the coronavirus pandemic. And my thoughts and prayers goes out to those who are battling through the pandemic, including my own family members. My thoughts and prayers goes out to those who can't be with their families for whatever reason, whether if you are a frontline worker or someone who lives far away from their family, like myself. I also want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you to the police officers, the firefighters, also the doctors and the nurses all across, all of you, and as well as the supermarket workers who who have to work, who choose to work during this pandemic. And I'd like to thank the MBTA for even still operating and so forth. But the fact of the matter is, is that I want to take the time to express my gratitude to the essential workers. I'm just happen to be in a position where I'm able to do what I love and that's talk about sports. But when life supersedes sports, because sports is just entertainment at the end of the day, it's not life and death. Sports takes a backseat. And I think it's only fair. And it's only fair that I 
used this entire show to dedicate specifically to the frontline workers, to the essential workers, all of you out there who have been working so tirelessly throughout this pandemic to ensure that we all stay safe and healthy. And to the families of those who have lost loved ones through the pandemic, my heart sincerely goes out to you. My thoughts are with you. And to sports fans, rest assured that this will pass. Just like any trials and tribulation in life, this too shall and will pass. Make no mistake about it. We all have been challenged one way or another. And the best thing we can all do during this time is to come together as people to stop this bickering, this arguing over foolish and mundane things that mean absolutely nothing at the end of the day where we all go to sleep at night. That we all are able to find a common ground to put aside our differences and to come together as a society, as a people, regardless of religion, creed, race, sexual orientation, and so forth. At the end of the day, what truly matters is, is that we are able to help our fellow man. That is what truly matters at the end of the day. And I hope that this message will impact you and will mean as much to you as it does to me. So thank you to the frontline workers and to all the essential workers during this pandemic. You can catch this radio show as a podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also catch this show on demand as well on Anchor as well. So thank you to all of those who have listened in. Hit me up on Twitter at Shukri Writes. Hit me up on Instagram at S Writes Radio underscore at S W R I G H T S R A D I O underscore as well as DM me, send me a, a direct message and so forth. Thank you to the high powers at WMFO for allowing the show to return. It's been a pleasure. And this is Shukri Rights. We'll be back again, back and better than ever next week, the talk sports. Until then, please stay safe, stay healthy. And God bless all of you. Your list, you have been listening to the Shukri Rights show on 91.5 FM WMFO in Medford.